It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. just girls but some boys <laughs> like boys graphic is like 95 percent women wait meg With- that thing is like making like straw noise sounds like you're in a hay hay barrel it's because my hair oh yeah there you go just okay. move the hair there you go so my hair is hay got it sorry guys i was <laughs> saving you all from a terrible asmr video <laughs> gosh I know I know well are the boys that do listen are pretty much does Avery listen heck no he's this is why he says he doesn't listen either because he loves podcasts I don't really care for them which is hilarious that I have one and he doesn't have one nor does he listen to ours he says I can listen to you and CC talk all day without having to listen to the podcast and I was like that's freaking rude as heck. Rude. <laughs> I know. Well, the, the guys would just be like Stash, my father, and Stash's father. We love that's, it though. They're they're uh, loyal. That's the guy <laughs> ratio, I'm sure. Uh huh. <laughs> well, we are recording pretty early for this one because Megan is gonna be traveling like crazy, and I'm gonna be vacationing a little bit. So. We're we just, just doing this. Yeah, we're just making it happen. Originally, and, it was going to be tomorrow, really yeah. early in the morning. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Uh, we've got to work that around that somehow. <laughs> it was going to be 6 a.m. for Megan. Um, Megan, what are we talking about today? Uh, the dreaded M word. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, What's that? What swear word is that? modesty but we're going to talk about it in light of like shopping tips and like logical modish yeah modish which if any of you have been around for long enough you know that we started that page and it just kind of has been silence because <laughs> we can't commit to too many things we each have like five things. instagram pages yeah i do i literally do when i drop down to switch over to my photography page there's like five others yep and it's yep. just like, mm. and I really only focus on two or three. So yeah, it's hard. The it's AC hard work out there. On. Can you hear the AC? No, but I wish my AC was more on. I'm literally unbuttoning my dress as I speak. Straddling the microphone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like my legs are in stirrups and my shirt is unbuttoned. It's great, it, but no one else can see it except for me. So don't worry. You guys have all been saved. And all the robots on Zoom. True. Oh, God. <laughs> okay what's your heck no because I feel like it's pretty bad mine potentially pretty bad okay so last night I have not undone my suitcase from my tour around the world and it was sitting like on the floor because when you undo a suitcase like who undoes who actually puts away their suitcase like right. for a few days, you know, right. and I'm packing it back up in a day, literally packing right. it back up tomorrow. So yeah. it was on the floor and it was kind of dark in my room. And I'm just like, someone was like, Oh, I have to turn on lights. I never do. I don't know. And I like tr- tripped into the wheel of the suitcase. And now my whole left foot is blue and swollen. And I think I broke the top bone of my foot. Like I actually think I do. I did, but I was going to Uber to that. This happened last night and I like, could, could like hardly sleep. I was like, Oh, dang it. Don't know where I put that aspirin. Everyone says to ice it and lev- levitate, elevate it. What levitate, <laughs> elevate both. And I'm like, but I have so much to do today. I literally walked two miles in kitten heels to mass this morning because I was going to Uber. Then I'm like, no, I'm not going to Uber the mass. And then I walked and, in and the alternative would have been to not wear heels, but absolutely not. Would you not wear heels? No, here's the thing. It. And it was with <laughs> this, this dress. It's like white and, and green. It's and beautiful. I was, thank you. And I had on these, I was going to wear these like little white, like sneakers like tennis yeah. sneakers Cute. and I couldn't fit my left foot in it because it's too swollen so I had to wear like 
oh like a flip-flop kind of thing yeah. with like a little kitten heel and so yeah. like every time I walked the kitten heel would just go in between brick because I yeah, yeah, on brick. yeah. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> I was like oh whatever and um anyways then after that I put on flip-flops and I walked to Pilates I did Pilates you are not and I'm just like maybe if I just keep moving it will get less swollen but it's actually just more swollen and yeah so it's I'm the opposite of icing and elevating and I know but I don't have time to go to the doctor tomorrow and I leave Tuesday morning to see stash so I'm like well maybe I'll just I don't even have a doctor out here so I'm like maybe I'll just find a doctor out there if it doesn't get better yeah. and just like, maybe it's just sprained maybe <laughs> not convinced but not able to it would just be like a bruised bone wouldn't it It could be a bruised bone or you could do like where at least this happened in soccer to a couple girls because you just get whacked in the ankles by other people's feet is where they would like crack or chip their bone it wouldn't break but they would chip a bone so they would get like a bone spray that would float around and that is what would cause them like irritation and it would swell up and bruise around it there might be part of my bone floating in my bloodstream yes that's how it works exactly (laughs) Okay. Well, even worse, I bought where Stash and I are going to dinner Tuesday to celebrate our six month. And I bought a dress specifically to match these heels that I have. Like I already had the shoes and I bought the dress to match the shoes. And now I can't fit my shoe in my foot in the shoe because it's too small. And so what I think I'm going to do is just try to shove it in for a few photos and then just like wear flip-flops or something. Yeah. But it's really unfortunate. Yeah, that's I like know. not good timing. I know. So Ugh. anyways, that's my heck no. Heck no to tripping over things. And I've broke the top of my foot before tripping up steps. Mm. So like I've broken this before. I don't, I can't. Is it the same foot? I can't remember. I think it is the same foot. Um, oh, there you go. So anywho, what's your heck no, Meg? <laughs> um, My heck no is to the fact that our gut holds a lot of our, like reacts a lot to our emotions. It's your second brain. Yeah. So when you're stressed or like going through a big transition, you feel it in your gut, unless you're taking like crazy good care of it and like only eating kale, which like I don't do. So kale and seaweed. Yeah. Um, so, and I also haven't been taking juice plus because we've been traveling and I have it with me, but I just, I get completely out of routine and schedule when I'm traveling this I can never continue vitamins when I'm traveling I it's just the whole rhythm of my normal day-to-day when I'm at home just gets thrown into the trash but trash bin when we travel so heck no to your gut reacting to all of your emotions and then just feeling like nauseous or like your stomach hurts or like you just need to lay down um which honestly I should listen to my body I'm probably um on the cusp of burnout right now <laughs> so yeah it's probably part Tell of how many weddings and stuff you've shot in the past week and a half well I've shot three weddings in the past month which is a month where we are packing up and traveling and all that stuff but I've shot two weddings over this vacation since like since being on vacation and not at home and I've shot five sessions yeah and um yeah so (laughs) and I'm like a person of I try to be at least a person of my word um and one of the things two of the things I do is I uh get my clients who just do a regular session their photos within two weeks and I'm on vacation for two weeks so that means I have to get them edited during vacation um and then I also get my brides photos within 24 hours of just them so that they have them to post and share not all of their photos, just like 10 formal photos of them. Uh-huh. But that means I have to upload them all in within 24 hours, even if it's been a late night, long drives, whatever, get them photos edited the next day and sent to them, which it's like, gosh, why do I do this to myself? But then it's also why people are willing to pay more or why people are willing to fly me out or why, you know what I mean? Like fast turnaround. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's a lot. And it's one of those things too, where I can't predict when we're moving I can't predict when to book things and when to not it just is kind of like okay this looks like an like a good amount for the month and then all of a sudden we're moving so now it's like way too much and it's like well too bad you just gotta bite the bullet and run with it (laughs) right no it's so interesting yeah because there's so many brides who like don't get their photos right away and the first photo they post is an iphone shot and I'm like iphone "Ah." shot yeah that's the other thing I hate that and I like 
I had to wait till like the end of our honeymoon or midway through our honeymoon to post one of us married. That wasn't like, I refused to post an iPhone photo from our wedding. Cause like, I literally paid someone thousands of dollars to fly out and shoot our wedding. So I'm not going to do that. And so I had to wait like three days to just get like a couple sneak peeks to be able to post it and be like, well, we're married. Um, and that's, so that's why it's such a big thing for me is to get them photos within 24 hours so they can post and be like, Hey, everyone, we're married. And it's mutually beneficial for me because then the first photo people see of them married is me and my work tagged. So, right. It is. That's good. Tired marketing. Yeah. I mean, you're (laughs) exhausted. You're seeing more people than you usually do. You've been on how many flights for you've rented two cars, like it all with a baby too. And then Avery's kicking butt too, because he's had her he's less of an extrovert than I am. So he's had her so much while also juggling her around other people. So that's stressful for him. And so this is just not the most relaxing vacation ever, which is well, fine. It's not a vacation. It's not a vacation. I don't know why we call it a vacation, but uh, we don't ever get to see our family. So we were, this is like, we crammed in too much at once, but there was like no better way to do it or better time to do it. At least let's right. go around. So it's just like, well, this is how life goes. So we're here and there's heck yeses to our lives. So what's your heck yes? <laughs> okay, wait, real quick. Can you tell the story of how you got moved to first class and then someone held your baby? Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so we had to wait an hour and a half in the baggage line to check our bags and we missed our first flight, not due to anyone else other than American airlines. And so we were like, okay, well, we'll do standby, I guess, and just hope and pray that we get on it. Um, cause we need to get to Alabama. And so they got us on the flight and they were able to see us together, which was amazing. But the whole day was just so much longer than it should have been. We were supposed to have that whole evening to spend with my family and get dinner with them and stuff. We ended up landing at like 12 AM, but for the second flight, they like called us up to the front desk and said they had changed our seats. And we were like, Oh my gosh, you're like, okay, Dang why? It. I'm like, why? Like we literally pick our seats on the seat map. And sometimes people pay extra for them. We don't at this point because of our like membership status or whatever with American Airlines. Gold, but they like, the gold <laughs> status. The gold status. <laughs> um, but they're like, we, you've been upgraded to first. And we were like, what? And I'd always wondered if they will upgrade you if you have an infant, like if you can get Me first too. class with an infant, because it's like, I feel like people are just like, eh, babies, gross. We don't want that in first class. Like that's, that ruins the vibe. Um, but they did and they do and they will. And so we got first class and I literally we sat in our seats and had so much room and I was like I will fly business for every business trip of mine for the rest of my life if we fly first class every time we fly with Carrie or kids because of the space in the room like it just it was a game changer and then the two people behind us in first class were like can we hold your baby and they were both moms like one had five kids one had two so I was like yeah absolutely go ahead please please hold our child (laughs) Carrie hung out with them for like 15 minutes. We have a video of it. I've got to share it on Instagram at some point, but like so happy. Everyone in first class was living their best lives. First class is a different vibe. I was just in first class last week and it's like everyone, there's like a camaraderie with first class. Like I don't know what it is. It's like everyone's growing out. Like there's connections. You're helping each other. There's men grabbing your bags. It's like, oh, you need a drink. Does anyone want a snack? Like, yep. Can I get you another snack? Can I get you another drink of alcohol? But it's not even the flight attendants. It's like the people around you. You're like, all of a sudden have like first class jokes with them. You're like, what is happening? (laughs) Yep. Dude. So the Marcolinis always say, well, Matt specifically always says that always fly first class because you'll make connections. Same thing with learn how to golf because you'll make connections with successful, prestigious people, whoever, whatever, when you do golf, even if that's not the season of life you're in, those are the people you surround yourself with when you do those things. Obviously, if you're able to and not going into debt for it, but I was like, huh, there's just such a different vibe about first class. And every time that we've flown it, especially if you like, if I get upgraded the first flight and the second flight, I don't, I'm like, dang. I know I I'm like bought it there's so much better up there <laughs> yeah and then it also is just like the whole travel experience is so much better like I don't I, it's so less stressful especially with Carrie it was so less stressful oh nice. I believe it anywho okay heck so yeah. my heck I'm like how we're 30 minutes in and we're just starting our hug yes I know. this is gonna be a good one folks <laughs> 
So heck yes. I just came back from the Trump hotel and I, they have this thing called candied bacon and they have like this rosemary on top and it's literally thick four thick like Canadian bacon kind of things like so thick and long and it's like sliced I don't know it's so good and they and they have this rosemary on top and they uh, torch it and so they make it really crispy and the caramelized yeah caramelized (gasps) and so what I had was a order of bacon which is like 25 dollars and then then is it kind of quiet (laughs) yeah I know so bacon and then a cappuccino and I was on my uber on the way home literally 40 minutes ago and I was like oh I don't feel so good (laughs) with sugar and fat literally I I was like oh I need to roll down I rolled down the window I was like I (laughs) and then too you're like dang it spent $25 to not feel good crap <laughs> I was like I drink so much water and I st- I'm like oh even talking about it I'm like getting like gagging I'm like oh, oh that's the worst but that's your heck yes because it was that good it was so good though I'm like two of my favorite things <laughs> and they give you nuts and their mixed nut bags are like so salty and flavorful and <laughs> okay anyways what's your head guess my head guess is fertile soil who would have thought it's the little things am i right, right? it's the little things when you i'm over here with that, bacon you're thankful for fertile soil i'm thankful for green grass and green trees and abundance of life growing out of the dirt uh because when you live in new mexico or any desert where it looks like every well, actually where everything is dry dead crunchy blowing away or dirt (laughs) yeah you step on I mean it's got no life to it it's just brittle um you like end up in Alabama which I never thought I would say this ever and God's just making all kinds of jokes about my life but it looks beautiful and you're like whoa so it's just I think it's all about where you move from so like when we moved from San Diego or Cal we moved from California to Alabama the first time I moved to Alabama and I was like this is this is awful but then we're moving now we're moving from New Mexico to Alabama and we're like this is the promised land <laughs> what is it this is the greatest or this is the greatest show or yeah. something yeah the great escape no the, the show you were right the okay. first time. <laughs> honestly the great escape store was always fun to go in as a kid because you could see all the hot tubs and the different play sets and all right. the couches oh I've never heard of that store before it's like Ashley furniture on crack Oh, here for it. Anyways, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> well, that was it. I just I appreciate a place that can grow life. It's really good. It's a really like good a quality uterus. to have. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, also, oh, oh, oh. also, 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 uh, we found raw milk, and like, like, milk just squeezed out of the cow. Is that healthy? Aren't you supposed it to ferment all- something or no, or filter it? supposed to pasteurize it and blah 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 blah. but um and I'm just getting crunchier by the day over here folks remember uh, when but, someone called Megan crunchy and now she's owning yeah, it and now I'm just owning it because I'm like you know what yeah she's over it. here literally getting milk from the cow's nipple <laughs> um we You're found curious? it at a farmer's market 10 minutes away from our home in Alabama and I had originally so like the law in Alabama is you cannot sell raw milk for human consumption so what people do is they sell it at farmer's markets and say it's for their pets and then you can buy it and no one's gonna know what you're doing with it you know what I mean wait why is this healthy why is this a so so this is all most people drank for however many years until we were like we need to pasteurize it and we need to whatever the reason it's not healthy for like every cow in America every like milk cow in America is because it has to be a grass-fed and a grass-finished cow. So it has to live a happy, healthy life on grass. To Is be grass-finished to- meaning like they killed him in the grass? Like they finished him? <laughs> <laughs> what is grass finished like they put a shellac over the cow like what's going on I, I actually genuinely don't know I just know it has to be those two things but I know You're I like mean, looking for finished. a label on the cow I know, I know right <laughs> grass finished um but I it just makes me wonder like why it's why so many people are lactose intolerant but then they'll drink raw milk and it doesn't affect them 
and it's like got all these really good bacteria in it for you you're like I'm gonna drink milk straight out of the other and it has so much bacteria I love it (laughs) okay but there is good bacteria for you and there's so many um families whose kids like have only ever drank raw milk and don't eat chicken nuggets every day and don't eat processed food every day are so healthy and have the best immune systems and like it, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things too, where the more I learn about things about our body and health and the way our country is and works, the more I like go back to the roots of God gave us everything we need as it was. No, it makes sin sense. Is like the downfall there, but cows ain't sinning. So, <laughs> so like that doesn't determine whether their milk is good or not. It's just how they're taken care of and how, you know, all that stuff. Anyways, I'm gonna get off. That no, so that I mean, idea. Megan thinks I'm not interested because I'm picking out my skin, but <laughs> what did you all as well? <laughs> I'm picking at my knee. Um, but you know, this is really interesting. I do have to say, I love a good 2% or Oberweiss milk. Uh, um, Oberweiss, Oberweiss, have you heard of that? Maybe no. it's a West thing. It's like an ice cream company, but they sell milk and they deliver it to your home in a glass jar. Dude, I bet you that's raw milk. Mm, I don't think. Overwise, over, 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 ob. I think it's obear, but it's like overwise. Um, and they have really good ice cream, but like they have the best chocolate milk. But you know, I'm just not there with the crunchiness yet. You, you I'm just like, have to have some kids, and you'll it'll snap right. It'll come out of nowhere. You won't even know you had it in you. I don't know. I think I'm gonna be a Kool Aid mom. Kool-Aid's good too. That's the thing though. You don't have to only be like, no, you are eating lettuce that you pick from the soil in our backyard. I still take Carrie to get French fries pretty much every day. That girl loves French fries. Those aren't good for her. <laughs> Maybe it's a good balance. I'm like, I'm like, so we're going to go to the hostess store like we did when we were growing up and we're going to pick all the Wonder Bread we want and all the cupcakes, like processed foods and little Debbie cakes we want. And we're going to freeze them and you're going to be able to get them when, in the fridge outside in the garage. And that's like those uh, Otter Pops in summer. Oh, the like in the tube, like the yep. juice in the tube. Yeah, buddy. Oh. I, that was like the only thing I ate every summer. Just like 95 of them. You go through, the, you blast through the blue ones first, then the yep. pink, then the, then pink, the orange. And then the rest are trash. The orange, the and then the and purple. The and yeah, no one likes the red. The red's no. trash. Um, I do like the orange though. Like I could go for orange right now. I could go for any of the, we'll have those at Carrie's birthday party. Heck, can we make them alcoholic? Can you do that? We could. I'm you down. can make your own. Okay, we'll do it. I'm okay. crunchy. I'll make my own. Megan's no, Pinteresty, not crunchy. There's nothing crunchy about juice with 95% sugar grains. Your own. You said make your own. Like, all right, bet. We'll do bet. it. Megan will do it. <laughs> bet. Okay, before we get into modesty and shopping tips and all that jazz, I'm going to mention Catholic Company because they're our favorite. And I laughed because I realized that we're going to share about them in this episode right before I leave to go see my entire family who has literally been buying from Catholic Company since before I was born. Like Catholic Company runs in the veins of the Aaron family. They have (laughs) every outdoor Marian statue, every like family that like every, what am I saying? Aunt or uncle on that side has bought at least 10 things from Catholic Company to decorate their home and their yards with. So I've known about Catholic Company since before they ever reached out to us. It's in your blood. It is, you know, it's, they are a family company supported by families and the Aaron family is one of those and they're very proud about it. So- proud supporter and you can proud get supporter. 15% off your whole order at Catholic Company with code HECK. Again, code HECK for 15% off and find all the links in our show notes. Okay, so with modesty and shopping tips, we want to first go through our experiences and our journey with modesty and then go through our frustrations with shopping shopping, and then our tips of like how we shop with modesty in mind. So Meg, I know you kind of had like a massive experience even with Avery with modesty. Do you want to kind of cover that a little? Yeah, I'll try and do it really like, ooh. I think my hair hit my mic. I'll try and do it uh, 
like a gloss over. So growing up, I have I've always had long legs. I've always been skinny with long legs. Um, and then as I got into competitive soccer and stuff, they became like muscular legs, but still really tall. And she still but, has a booty. And yes, that is also. Sorry, I, I, need to I didn't that mention up. that. No, that needs to be mentioned though, because yeah. that's, an, that's an issue when like Meg's about- back isn't extended. Like it's not just like a no. long back, like mine, like hers, she legit it's, it's like, like a bubble fluffy. butt. Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> That's never been used before. I just want to like, it's and so I, it's bubbly. True. It's true. Um, and I don't know where it comes from or how I have it because it's always been there. But um, that's been an issue when shopping and when talking about modesty and clothes because I always wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be the frumpy one and I always had long legs. So, and, and a fluffy butt apparently. So- <laughs> <laughs> shorts were the hardest because I did not want to wear Bermudas and I shorts are just they're short they're so short especially when you reach like middle school high school everyone's wearing booty shorts that's the thing um I would get into arguments with my dad about it all the time there was a time when Avery and I had just started dating uh and I walked out of a forever 21 dressing room with Avery and my best friend outside of it and I was showing her the shorts. I said, I don't know. I kind of like them. What do you think? Was not asking Avery's opinion. Um, Avery did not hesitate to chime in though and said, are you getting those? And I was like, what? I kind of like them. Why? And he was like, I don't, I don't think you should get those. I don't How know. long were you dating before that? Uh, we had decided to mate or to mate. <laughs> to date. <laughs> to date in November across the country from each other. And that was our first trip in December now being like together as a dating couple so literally that was we had been dating quote unquote over long distance virtually for a month and then we met each other in person again and we're together so you didn't kiss yet no we had we had maybe kissed once um we may not have kissed at all when this had happened but he did not give wait you started dating before you even kissed yeah yeah because I I needed like so much time we'll we'll talk about that on another podcast okay but, sorry I'm yeah. like was confused like, about this timeline okay <laughs> off topic um, off topic scratch that but yeah he said that and I was ticked off um because I was like who the hell do you think you are to comment on the shorts that I wear we just started dating that makes me really uncomfortable the only other person that's ever made a comment like that is my dad and I my father I don't need you to be my dad for me um but then a month or so later, I realized very quickly, there's a reason Avery and my dad are the only men that have ever said that. Um, and Avery doesn't gain anything from me choosing or dressing more modestly. Like homeboy wishes I would walk around with my butt out all the time. You know what I mean? Like now that we're married, <laughs> that would be ideal. Wow. Um, I'm so glad Avery doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would disagree though. Um, and so he doesn't gain anything from it. And neither does my dad. Like that was a fight my dad and I had almost every other day throughout all of high school and some of college was about what I was wearing. Like he picked his battles and he chose that battle. And that was a battle that he was going to die on that hill for. And he fought it over and over and over again. And I'm sure that was so exhausting and frustrating for him, but he still fought it. And then Avery still made that comment. Um, and I realized the only reason they were the only two people that had two guys that had ever commented on what I was wearing was because of the dignity and inherent value they saw in me and desired me to carry myself in the same eyes, like viewpoint that they saw me in and the same light that they saw me in. Um, so once I realized that it was like everything changed. And then once I found like other ways to shop and other, and you and I became friends and you were a huge help for me too, because then you're like, no, look, you can still be super normal and fun because I think you and I both had the idea of Catholic modesty means drabby brown skirt to the floor and turtlenecks. And, and like so far from evangelization yeah, for a secular woman. Right. And just like, so weird. So like kept to herself, um, in her home, like just not. Also, we grew up in churches, both of us that like, right didn't really showcase like modern women (laughs) right exactly so I had had that idea my whole life until Cece and I met and then Avery someone whom I really admired respected and 
loved called me out over and over and over again and he still does there's certain times when I'll wear like a romper dress kind of thing and I'll be ready to go out the door for mass and he's like are you gonna wear that to mass and I'm like yeah I think it's really pretty and cute and I feel beautiful and he was like well it's kind of short and I was like well it's short he's like I don't care babe you wouldn't wear shorts to mass and I was like right okay and now brb i know the pride's kind of removed now because we've i understand where he's coming from with that and i think that's like the first bridging point when talking about how women dress and carry themselves and how they choose to shop for themselves like they have to understand why you're going to dress modestly or a different way than you have been Um, right it's a complete different mindset shift Right. And if it's not going to come from your own self, um, digging into that yourself, then it needs to come from someone you love, admire, and respect telling you that, you know, right. I've been blessed by my dad and Avery doing that, but I don't know. What was your past like? So let me see. I don't even think I had like a womanly figure until I was 16 because I was a gymnast. So I just kind of looked like a boy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I guess like, I mean, I like didn't even think of modesty. I like wore short shorts, like real tight skirts, tight, like body con, like dresses, like tube tops, but like a dress, like Loved it. Love it. never, <laughs> I kind of looked like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I just didn't right. know, you know, and like it was in style and like, right. Everyone was doing it. Yeah. I, I asked my dad, I'm like, it can't be a thing. You let me leave the house like this. He's like, it was in style. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to dad. He did not want to die on that hill. Um, he did not want to die on that <laughs> Avery does not want to deal with that either, but he's going to have to. <laughs> so yeah, well, it, it was just, anyways. So there was like some photos I look back and I'm like, Oh, maybe we'll use <laughs> one of those for the title of this on Instagram. Like one of yes. the photos of me, yes. the old ones. Cause you it's need just... to do like old and now. Yes. Like it's so funny. Yeah. And so then I just kind of threw out like more of my conversion, like to take the faith, like understand the faith and like take it seriously and stuff. Um, I was also like, I, I think I probably had gained like 15, 20 pounds. Like I was heavier than I am now. And so I just think like my clothes didn't really fit and I just was like becoming more of a woman. And so these clothes that like were immodest, weren't looking good on my body type. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think I just started to like lean more towards like baggier and long things and stuff like that. And so there was like kind of a shift of like more so from like a Charlotte Russe kind of like short shorts and like a crop top to then like more so of like longer and flowier and stuff, but it didn't like, yeah, but it didn't like show a good figure either. Like, I think it was just another extreme that like, I just had a lot of clothes. like didn't show my, like a femme, it wasn't like super feminine either. So it was like a different side. Um, and then I just kind of started to develop more. So what I'm now in, like, I just, feel more what like what do I feel comfortable in like I feel more comfortable in a longer dress I'm not pulling it down I'm Mm -hmm. not but it's tied around the waist because it's showing my feminine figure right Right. and so there's different ways to do that and I've just kind of found my like modesty standard um I also don't like shaving my legs so I'm not going to always be wearing short shorts or, or short dresses. Um, I also think shorts are highly uncomfortable to sit in. So I'm not going to wear shorts. Um, my legs are super pale and they don't tan well. So I don't wear short things in the summer as well. I just, it's, it doesn't look as good. Um, and so there's a lot of different things, but more so from the modesty standpoint, like I do not want anyone to see me as like, oh, she's hot. I want them if they're, you know, if they notice me, I want them to be like, oh, she's elegant. Mm. And it's just uh, more, more dignified and more feminine and more womanly. And like, yeah, that's how I want to be, you know, like Mary wasn't, our blessed mother wasn't described as hot. Right. She was described as elegant, right. Feminine and graceful, right. And timeless. And so what I look at now is like, is this something appropriate for a 23 year old? And is it appropriate for a 35 year old? Right. And that's what I'm going for. It's timeless. I don't want my clothing to show my age. Does that make sense? I don't want it to be like, yeah, yeah. I don't want my, 
exact yeah I just don't want my clothing to be like oh yeah she's a college student like there's a certain type of clothing for that and that's not what I'm right. going for right. because fashion has a lot to do with like how serious you're taken in the business world as well yeah and it just does whether you like it or not it's a massive yep. part of it right and being in the business world and the startup world the entrepreneur world like it's really important and like meeting people and business mentoring and stuff right, it's important right. that you dress the part and that mm-hmm. people don't know I'm 23 so right. and no one ever does if no one knows you they literally think you are in your late 20s and it's, every it's, time right and it's how you dress is a massive <clears throat> excuse me how you dress and the way you're styling your hair is a massive is a massive key factor in that so right. when it comes to modesty there's times where i'm like i do have like a shorter skirt because i'm going out or something with right. stash and i'm like do you think this is too short and he's like yeah it's too short and like i want that feedback right because right. there's certain times where it's like to this, like, to me, it might feel edgy, but to everyone else, it might seem modest. So it's like, it's, I I need that second opinion. Like I've sent to Megan before, like, Oh, what does this look like? Like, is this too short? Is this too scandalous? Like, I don't want it to be, I'm just like kind of having fun with something shorter, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, it's like, I never would want a man to look at me in that way. I want him to see dignity, respect, and elegance. I don't want him to see hot and, and like hoochie mama. Right, I don't even know what right. that word means, but like, there's something like hoochie mama, like tight neon, like high, right. high platform stiletto, like yeah. long nails kind of thing. I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. Well, and I think too, cause there was a couple years in college where I wanted guys. To, oh, I a hundred percent wanted guys to see me as hot, mm-hmm. athletic, sexy, strong, like all of that. I was like, yes. Like show off the I, body you work yeah, for. Show off the body. And that was exactly it though. It was, well, I work for this, so I'm going to flaunt it because I work so freaking hard for this and like, I'm proud of it. And so why shouldn't I flaunt it? Why shouldn't I show it off? But then I attracted the wrong guys every single time. It was never fulfilling. It was never wholesome. It never led me to Christ. Um, I'm grateful. Somehow I remained a virgin until marrying Avery because based on the guys that I hung out with in college and the guys I attracted in college, that should not be, that should not have been yeah. a scenario for me at all. Um, and so once, once I realized that like, and, and Avery said it over and over again, there's certain dresses that I never would have picked out in college. Cause it would have been like, ugh, gross because they fit under the elegant womanly category. And I don't know why I wanted to be the middle ground between girl and woman. I wanted to be like this I, I don't even know what the middle ground between badass is. yeah badass. badass sure um and Avery will pick those dresses out of my closet today and be like I think you look so beautiful in this and I'm like what and it, it's just a different thing there was something I heard once where it was like guys want to be curious and they want to be left wondering what's more to this person woman whatever they don't want to be given it men want to see it all and don't want to see it all and be handed it on a silver platter in front of them um and so they like use the analogy of a piece of art in a gallery um the ones that everyone can see that are completely uncovered and for the public eyes are cool people pass by them but there's one in a corner that has a drape over it and the corner of it, of the drape has been like pulled back a little so you can see a little bit. It makes you curious. It makes you wonder. And you sit there trying to figure out what's under it, but you don't know until the whole drape is pulled off. And that's how they like did an analogy between girls that wear bralettes and short shorts out into the public world and everyone can see exactly what there is to offer and that's it. And they dismiss it after that. Or a woman that dresses themselves with elegance and modesty and all of these things and leaves them wondering, like, who is this girl? I want to know more about her. Like, yes. what does she have to offer? Um, well, they're so- interested in making eye contact, not con- eye contact yes. somewhere else. To your fluffy butt. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> and I think too, it's like, why would I want, a, like looking at it, I'm like, why do I want attention just for my body? Right. I want attention because they think, oh, There's she's interesting. About- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I remember questions about me. <laughs> right. Right. And I remember I went to some like European ambassador's house last year for a party. Mm-hmm. And I had worn a modest, like mid D dress with like 
a black boot, like a heel boot. And like, it was just really cute, but it was, you know, it was modest. Like right. it didn't show anything. And it, it tied up, like I belted at my waist so you could see my feminine figure. Right. But it wasn't right. like tight or anything. Right. And I remember I got so many compliments and almost every woman at that party was wearing like a really tight, shorter dress, like a work dress, but like tight yeah. and short and sleeveless or like really right. low cut. Right. Um, and at that time, a lot of the women working for the Trump administration were like models. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And so they wore really, it was like either low cut and longer or short and high cut. And so, and yeah. they were always tight. They were always tight. Um, but like, that was kind of the rule. I actually heard a few like over talking, like over talking. I can't remember. Maybe yeah. I heard them or someone else told me, but it was like when they chose what to wear that you were like, okay, so if I wear like mid thigh tight dress, then I wear a higher neck. But if I wear a deep V, then I have to wear it to my knees. It was like, oh yeah, we're really formal here at the White House. Right, like, right. Like, okay. I was like, or not, or neither, or neither. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I got a lot of compliments and just like, wow, I never thought to wear that. Or like, wow, this looks so beautiful. And like, you know, it stands out. And mm-hmm. if you want to draw attention, draw attention in the most elegant way you can. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay what are like frustrations with you with shopping though because for me it was always like I don't know how to pick good timeless pieces I'm finally figuring that out but for the longest time I would pick what was cheap and easy and trendy yeah I mean I have a really hard time shopping and people might be like oh yeah sure you're wearing a new dress all the time like (laughs) no I have like really hard time shopping so you know, jeans are one thing that's hard, no matter what. Right. And it's pretty hard to be like immodest with jeans. Like I love a skinny jean, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'll wear skinny jeans the day I die. Right. But, um, I buy a lot of dresses cause I think they're more comfortable mm-hmm. and really I do everything in a dress besides travel. I yeah. typically don't travel in a dress. Um, and it's really, really hard because I don't show my arms So I really only show like mid, mid arm, right above the elbow. Um, and, and that's like all I really show for my arms. So it's like, I won't show like my upper arm or my shoulders typically. Um, there's like one personal choice. Yeah. That's a, it's not really a modesty choice. I I don't think shoulders are like sexy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, that's just a personal choice. I feel more comfortable like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but so that's like a standard I have. So when I'm shopping, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to wear like sleeveless. So that cuts out a lot of dresses, especially in the summer. Um, but then I look at neckline. I'm like, will this neckline, like number one for this piece, do I have to buy a new pair of like shapewear or a new bra or a new kind of undergarment for this outfit? If I do, then I'm not going to get it because it's a hassle. Right. So with that, I'm like, okay, am I going to be walking, pulling something up on top or pulling something down on the bottom? If I have to be pulling some way and my hands have to be empty in order to wear this, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Number two, is it such thin fabric that if I sweat, it's going to go through. Mm -hmm. So it needs to be patterned or darker. Right. Number three, um, is it going to shrink? Can I wash it myself? Now there's some things that I'm totally fine with bringing in the dry cleaners but can I hang dry this and wash it myself? Mm -hmm. If it's going to shrink or fade, then I'm not getting it. These are not even modesty standards. These are just like getting pieces that are of quality. Right. These are just like narrowing it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Another thing is after I eat dinner, will I look good in this dress? (laughs) Because I'm not going to not eat. Right. (laughs) And I think about that all the time, like bloating and, or like when I see women in wedding dresses, I'm like, girl, you must not bloat. Like you got a tight one. Right. You know? I'm like, I want to look good for every single photo. Not saying if you bloat, whatever. It's right. just, I look one way going into dinner and another way coming out of dinner and yeah. I eat. So right. like, I love a dessert. So <laughs> me too. I, that's another thing. Like if it's really, really tight, um, I just don't want 
to have any like oh I feel look so bloated like right. I don't think that's probably not healthy to say but like every woman says it so right right um or I can't wear it like two days before my period because I'm feeling more bloated like I don't want that right. I don't want to have you want to be beautiful under any circumstance right I don't want to have to have circumstances yeah. for the outfit correct right so that's kind of how I narrow it down so I already narrowed it down a ton and then add modesty in I don't do open back because I don't know how to wear a bra with it and it's so uncomfortable I don't want to wear the sticky boo thing I just want to wear yeah. a bra. So <laughs> I don't wear open back. Um, but, but that doesn't open backs aren't, or actually would you consider open backs immodest? No. Okay. No, I will, I, because we said I'm going into the modesty thing and then you mentioned open back. Oh, sorry. And I just Good clarification. Yeah. Thank you. So no, I wouldn't. Now I would say if it goes down to your tailbone, yes, yeah, that's, that's an, issue. an issue. Probably. It's one thing if you're on the beach, totally separate thing than if you're sitting right. on a train. Right. Um, so I would say open back. I mean, I don't care. It's just something that I just don't find. I'm like, why would I put myself through a situation where I'm going to be pulling on something, worried if something's going to show, worried if something's going to pop yeah. out. So then when it comes to modesty, I'm like, can they see things if I'm hunching over a certain way, mm -hmm. you know, can I bend down and grab something I dropped without worrying about flashing people? Right. So all of these things I think about, and that's really how I determine modesty. And like I said, I typically like, if I have, I have a few pairs of shorts and they're typically looser yeah. and they're more like baggy. I know like some like fun printed, like baggy Bermuda shorts are in yeah. now. Yeah. And like, if I can sit on a lined chair, like a metal chair and get up without my whole life sticking to it and making marks, <laughs> then I'm buying the short, you know, yeah. like I'm not going to yeah. buy something that's going to just, it's just like, why would I do that? It makes no sense. Like why would I buy a tight jean short that like suffocates my crotch and then yeah. like pushes out all my leg all my leg skin out to like two sides. I'm like, oh, this makes no sense. Literally unattractive. Like, why is it doing this? <laughs> so tight. Um, but that's just the modesty standard is like, if I lean over, can people see things? Yeah. If I bend down, can people see things? Are you going to constantly be taking your time and energy throughout the day focused on if you're flashing someone either with your boobs or your butt? If so, that is too much stress. And too you don't much. need that in your life. <laughs> I'm like the bandana wearing for tops, like the different yeah. things that oh. are like so. I'm like, don't you think that's gonna snap? Untie? Like, are you worried? Fly up. And, I don't the, know. Yeah, like the short cropped sweatshirts where you can see the partial boob. I'm like, yeah, there's a boob under there. One gust of wind and you're flashing people, girl. Yeah, like, literally. Yep. And yeah, so I would never like, I don't want guys' eyes to go places I want them to look me in the eye and I want them right. to recognize my smile and my eye contact right exactly I mean of course I'm like yeah it's one thing to oh she has great legs okay totally fine but right. it's another thing for them to literally see the shape of my whole body right and just check you up and down or honk at you from a car that's right. not the kind of attention you're trying to get right and not the attention we want you guys to get gosh <laughs> right so what would be like your modesty standards um, pretty much everything that you said, I like open back, but that's because other than when I initially hit postpartum, I I'm just pretty much back in the itty bitty titty committee. So I can sneak away with no bra sometimes. Oh, true. Um, so that's the only reason I like no back from time to time. I also have to have like a clear back because sometimes I get back knee who doesn't. And mm -hmm. I also prefer it when my back is tan. So I don't shop for open backs, but if I find something, I try it. I also think something worth noting is that this takes a little bit of trial and error. You're not just going to go into a store and be like, okay, I'm going to take everything Cece just said and I'm going to come out with a wardrobe because you're not. Um, it's frustrating. It's hard. Yeah, and you're going to find yeah. one piece here and there. Yeah, exactly. And I think another part of it too is figuring out what your style and look is because Cece and I can both talk about modesty, but I know when you guys think about Cece and I, you think about two different styles. Like, CC is elegance and long dresses. I would trip over those all day with my two dogs and baby. Like it just wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean we're neither of us are immodest. immodest. Right. There's just different things for different occasions. Like lingerie, that doesn't, that's not immodest in my opinion, if it is worn under the veil that it's made for, you know? But some people are wearing it with jean shorts. <laughs> right. And calling it a freaking what, a leotard or something? What's it called? A one-piece bodysuit. Bodysuit, yes, thank I'm you. I'm like, no, girl, like, that's underwear. 
that is actually underwear. Um, and then obviously, like the intention with it is this to make me look sexy not, or is this to dress myself for the occasion with my husband tonight? You know what I mean? Like it's just two different mindsets too. Oh my gosh, Cece's raising your eyebrows with me. No, Cece, I don't have mentionables with me on this trip. So nothing's happening. Like, what's under that sweatshirt, Megan? <laughs> a floor-length dress, actually. It's a sporty look I'm going for. Um Meg- Megan's wearing a maxi skirt and a tan sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's that pink long sleeve HM tank. There's AC in the south here, so you gotta be prepared. Um, but yeah, I just there's your version of modesty does not have to look identical to CC's, nor should it. And I think one of the things that helped me a ton um, is going to thrift stores and finding things and trying things because then you're not blowing your bank account. (laughs) And then you get to kind of figure out what your vibe and style is and then spend more money on free people, Zara, H&M, whatever it is. Um, Because for the longest time, I just tried to dress with trends and I was like, oh, graphic tees are in right now, bet. Oh, this is it right now, cool. And then I started to thrift and play around with different pieces and see what I liked. And that's when my confidence grew in my shopping ability and my shopping decisions about what to bring home and keep as timeless or what to wear and own it as my style. Because Even think- different lengths of dresses, right, like right. try on different, some like for me, my body type, if I wear even some mid D I don't like on me because yeah. the mid D cuts off right below my knee right. and it actually makes me look like I have a kinkle versus if it cuts, <laughs> t- no, literally, but if it cuts T length, which is about four inches above the ankle, yeah. that's where I like my dresses. It's very right. specific. And you'll find right. that out the more you try on different things and see like, wow, I feel my most confident in this. I will hunt for it. I will hunt for it. I will. It's true. It's true. It's a hard, uh, hard thing to do out there. So you will get aggressive. I'm trying to pull my hair back away from my, I will say though, a lot of stores this season, it's very hard because everything's very strappy. This Mm, like everything's like tight, you know, like little spaghetti straps and like, yeah, nothing is last season. Like last summer was a lot better. It's really hard this summer. I've I've never had the hardest. I will say, I feel like one pieces are making a comeback and I think longer shorts are making a comeback. Yes. Bermudas. And yeah. and this is one thing, like when Megan, you were talking about like, you know, how you wanted to like show off the body you worked for. I'm like, yeah. I'm like 15 pounds skinnier than I was like last summer. I'm like, right. heck, I want to wear a two piece. I'm like, I haven't worn a two right. piece in forever. But then I was just like, like, I wanted to get one that was like high cut. And I was like, yeah, where am I even going to wear this? Like, so like, why, would, why am I doing this? Like, yeah it'd be one thing if I was like on a honeymoon like by I don't know like even still other people are seeing it it's like why just because I want to show this off I'm like no I didn't work hard to show it off I worked hard to be healthy right right you know it's like I didn't work hard so that I could wear a smaller bikini like right right but then I also think sometimes it kind of goes to what you said about honeymoon like I would say uh bikini would be okay for a honeymoon in certain circumstances on your honeymoon like depending on where you're at and what you're doing and we're not saying bikinis are immodest it's just like I'm just not used to it right why are you wearing it like what is I always wear one pieces and it's like now all of a sudden because I'm more confident in my body now I want to wear one it's like what happened to modest like you know what happened to my standard my personal standard right um because I think there's like the whole comment of, well, what do you wear to the gym then? Do you wear the gym skirts? And it's like, I'm sorry, no, but I actually don't because to me that gets in the way more and is more uncomfortable for what I am doing and the purpose that I am there for than a pair of Nike shorts and a tank top. You know what I mean? Right. So, and, and CC said her personal standard. And I think that's a big part of it too, is you have to figure out for yourself what your modesty standard is and why it is that way. What like you CC's- feel most you in, what you feel right. most confident wearing a two piece, probably Megan, like, there's things where it's like a, a V neck littler bikini is going to be weird for you because literally mm-hmm. like you're chasing a baby. Like, right. Like my boob would you. be falling out. She would be grabbing it from underneath the little bikini top. And it just wouldn't, that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but also feel like as postpartum mom, like not, I mean, I'm not really postpartum now, but any mom that's had a kid and then you mentioning 
that you wore one pieces until now that you feel healthier and fitter and skinnier and now you want to wear a bikini modesty shouldn't be about covering your body and hiding it because I think some people think that's the case or like mom specifically I found myself when I started trying on all of my old bikinis um from literally freshman year of college I can't believe you still have them dude I still wear so many clothes that I've had even from high school it's it's interesting um but I tried them all on because I was like oh I've had these for years like I'm sure one of them will fit fine I'll bring one on this trip this is before I found Honeymark and I was like trying them on and I just looked at my body and was like I don't feel beautiful or anything and I just want to mm-hmm. crawl into a corner and cry for a second because my body's not like it used to be and now I feel like I need to wear a one piece plus like a bathing suit skirt or something to cover everything and right. I was like wait no 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 <laughs> two different seasons of life here and I never felt comfortable in this even when I was in college wearing it fit I felt awkward and embarrassed when people would look at me with lust. Yes, just because it's trendy doesn't mean you have to brainwash yourself that it's comfortable, that you feel comfortable in it just because it's trendy. Yeah, you should have been there freshman year to yell that into my ear because I needed that. Uh, Because I literally would go to the beach in a tiny bikini because I thought my body's hot and I'm going to show it off because that's the thing to do and that's what all my teammates are doing, right? But every time I would walk around, I literally just felt like I wanted to shrink into the wall. I would walk fast. And I'm yes. like, why am I doing yeah. this to myself? It's so stressful. It yeah, is and so you like go stressful. to the bathroom and you make sure I'm like, okay, this is situated right. Like right. nothing's falling out. Like I mean, push oh, my butt cheek back into this tiny little piece of cloth. Right. I'm I'm pull, going up the ladder of this pool party. I need <laughs> to make sure that everything's like, like, why right. are we doing this? Why? Right. right. It makes no sense. I know. Okay. Well, one of my tips, one of my, we're not going to be able to get the voicemails today, but, um, there's a company called a Shaki E S H A K I or wait, sorry, E S H A K T I. And I think they're from India, but I, um, a lot of my dresses are from here and they're custom made and they're such a good price. They're on all, almost all their dresses are under a hundred and you customize the sleeve length, the length of the dress. Like you choose the style and like the pattern, but you customize the, t- like what you want, like how long the neckline, everything, the sleeve length. And, yeah. um, it's to like your measurements. Like you literally give them your measurements and the, my favorite dresses are from them. Typically it takes two weeks to ship, but like I get them in bulk. So like, if I get one, I get like four dresses at a time. And, um, I say a Shakti, a Shakti. I don't know. Shakti. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. And now I'm like, okay, this is where I'm getting my wedding dress for your brother's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. So like you can get them long. I always get the T length four inch above the ankle. That's my favorite. Um, but like, then I typically do a three fourth, um, sleeve, but you could do anything. And that's where that's the kind of stuff you need because you can customize it to your modesty standard and to what you feel most comfortable and beautiful in. Yeah, guys, she's right. It's affordable. Cece's like my bougie friend and I love her for it. But there's some things that she buys and recommends that I'm like, yep, okay, I'll have to eat peanut butter sandwiches for the week. To do <laughs> and they're all under $90. So, okay, I lied. There was one that's 180 But like one out of 50 okay? They're, yeah. so, they're so cute. And for a custom dress for your right. size that's going to fit you perfectly, that's like I've never had a dress there that hasn't fit perfectly. And my only thing is that I would typically add a few inches to make sure it's a little looser. And I'm like, no, they already do that. Like I need to stop like, like giving, you know, just do it right. Um, and yeah, take your measurements, have someone take them and put it in there and customize it. And it's like the best deal ever. It's E S H A K T I. I should try to get my sponsor. They sponsored me before. That's how I found out about them, but it looks sketchy, but I promise it's not sketchy and it's really well-made. Yeah, I'm down for it. So I'll be ordering from them. I know. Hey, okay, before we talk a little bit more about shopping um, and some of our tips, House of Joppa, I was just looking on their Instagram, which is House of Joppa, J-O-P-P-A, and they have this large Sacred Heart wall medallion. Here, Megan, I'll show you. It's a photo. Oh, where is it? Oh, that's pretty. It's like sitting on a shelf. It looks like a sunburst. I know. They like, it almost looks like a monstrance. You know, yeah. like coming out of the Sacred Heart, but they have like the best like shelving kind of like, like it sits there, like different yeah. things. Like you have all those, um, 
you have all those like built in yeah built in like shelves you're gonna need to get some house yeah. Adapa because uh, yeah. their stuff is so cute with like it's it's a gold and it's not a shiny gold you know how some golds are like yeah super, like, like cheap. obnoxious yeah. yeah, this is like an antique, like really well-polished gold, like a deeper Love gold. Love that. I'm just obsessed. So anyways, follow them on Instagram, find them, check out House of Joppa. Um, use code HECK15, all caps, H-E-C-K-15 for 15% off your order. Okay, Megan, um, a few more like where we shop. I know Goodwill, I shop at Shecky. Um, I also love Loft and Ann Taylor. Um, okay. And you would be surprised by Loft's like comfy brand called um, Lou and Ro- what is it? Lou and Gray, Lou and Gray, Gray and mm. Lou, something. Um, and then uh, Ann Taylor has really up their up their fancy and um, has really great dresses. And then I'm trying to think what else. What's another brand? Free people, you can find some good stuff. Um, and I get my free people typically off Nordstrom Rack because it's cheaper. In NordstromRack.com, yeah. just type in free people. Um, Megan, where else for you? I mean, we love thrift stores. We love thrift stores, especially when it's not a goodwill and it's like a random hole in the wall. I also love um, what do you call them? Like consignment stores. So buckle or no no no. Oh, buckle's a buckle? not consignment. No, no, no. It starts with a B. It's Buffalo Exchange. Buffalo. Buffalo Exchange and then Freestyle Clothing Exchange. Freestyle is in California only, I believe. Buffalo is kind of in a couple different places. I love places like that. Um, I also like a Plato's Closet kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, exactly. I also really love Aerie. Um, yes. Them because they're a little more casual, sporty. You could dress up. You could dress down. A lot of my favorite pieces. Um, I have two long dresses from H&M that I will dress up and dress down. What? Oh, nothing. I was just seeing if I could hear myself breathe in the mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, am I saying something wrong? <laughs> sorry, you go. <laughs> but I, I can wear them multiple different ways and in different seasons. Um, and I love that about H&M and Aerie. Aerie is a little bit more for like travel and working from home as a mom. But my favorite leggings color. are from Aerie. I like yes, Aerie leggings same. over Lululemon. Same here. I agree. And then my favorite uh, dresses and like tops are always H&M. Yeah, I you're, I love H&M on you. So, okay. If you want like a higher end, like probably in like the hundreds, like 150, something like Ivy City, um, I-V-Y-C-I-T-I-C-O.com. They, they like, uh, do they make the mom and daughter dresses? Yeah, they do. That's, um, and they're Mormon and they, but what's nice is like, it's not just a boutique. A lot of boutiques actually buy the same clothes. Like they didn't make the clothes themselves or design them. They just put their own label on them. And like, you can find that same actual brand at like TJ Maxx or whatever. So a lot of boutiques are not actually high quality, but they have a higher price because they have their own brand on it. Right. Um, because they pay extra to like customize that versus like IBC city, they do make their dresses. Like they customize them. Like it's not just a dress you can find anywhere. Like they did create them and it's more modesty because they're Mormon. Um, right. and then another thing mango, that's like a higher end. It's like kind of like an H and M, like more of their higher yeah. end stuff and their dresses are typically very modest. Um, and so that's something to look up. Like most of my dresses this season are from mango because that's just where I've been finding it. Um, Right. I see. Um, yeah. Real quick about Ivy City moms. They have nursing friendly and they have mom and baby matching and like daughter matching dresses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah nursing yeah. friendly is huge, though. So, oh, also Dillard's is like that's where I've been shopping to find a lot of my dresses recently, too. And they like I haven't been in a Dillard's in like two centuries, two, two, de- two decades. I was like, and wow, you're 200 years old. That's impressive. I know. two decades like literally forever since I was a kid and they have such a big selection like I it probably depends like which Dillard's in what area like you live in if you live in a nice area but Dillard's has a really big online store like I think it's better than Macy's honestly and they just have a lot of different brands that they specifically hold at Dillard's like almost collaborations with Dillard's and they're just like making their way up so I would say Dillard's is a really great place to look especially for like wedding dresses or what about ASOS not wedding dresses but dresses for a wedding okay yeah so I've stocked every single dress at ASOS this this um this year like this season what they have Mm -hmm. out and honestly nothing's really impressive it's kind of skimpy um 
And I'm just not, they don't have like a good selection of maxi midi dresses this year. I don't know why Mm. they more typically have a better fall season. Okay. Fair. Yeah. And I like, don't know how to buy shirts. So I'm like really bad at buying shirts. Like that's, I get, get, I get like confused with buying them. I just go for baggy, but that's just because I love baggy. Same. I go for baggy and solid color. And then I'm like, why do I have no fun shirts to go out in? I have to wear a dress. And it's like, because I don't know how to buy shirts. So we'll get back to you guys on another episode when we figure out how to buy shirts. Okay. Okay. Or let us know how you shop for shirts. Yes. Oh, okay. So next week we're talking all about breastfeeding. Call in to the hotline at 312-775-2615 with your funny breastfeeding stories, or maybe traumatic or sad or just relatable or anything in relation to nursing, pumping, breastfeeding. You don't even have to be the one with the boobs. You can just like be calling about your friends breastfeeding or something. So do all that or what the guy thought of breastfeeding. Um, I'm sure there's stories having to do with the man too. So call into our hotline, our heck line at 312-775-2615. And next week we'll be back with all the booby stories. It'll be fun. It'll be a good time. I've got some good ones for you guys. (laughs) I know it will be a good time and we will see you next week on the What the Ding Egg Podcast. Bye guys. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Head podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.